Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bite Podcast with Raven and Re. I'm your host, Raven. And I'm your host, Re. And today, we have a very special episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about the hybrid children of all the universes in this that we that we know of. <laughs> but before, of yeah. But before we get to that, let's talk about Thanksgiving a little bit because Thanksgiving just passed. It did. did you have so a good how one? was? Yeah, we had we 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 ate food. <laughs> I felt a little sick, but oh. I was like, yeah. I I started taking new medication that my doctor prescribed, and it takes a while to get used to it. So um, it made my tummy hurt a little. So I was there like, oh, I like drink bubbly because it helps like with yeah. my stomach. But yeah, so it was, um, it was, it was, but it was a fun time. Um, what about you? It was fun. Um, mainly did nothing throughout the day except watch TV. And then, um, my mom started cooking. My mom usually cooks early in the day, but we didn't do as many sides this year. So she started later. So we had a more late of a dinner than what we normally do. Yeah, we always have a dinner Thanksgiving. We never do like um like breakfast or lunch or anything. Yeah. We do like snacks um for like lunch cuz it's football, so my pa- my dad and brother are watching football. <laughs> but yeah, and then we played cards against humanity after we cleaned up, which was Oh, that's fun. A fun sight. <laughs> that is fun. Oh my goodness. We out we played cards against humanity too. Oh my <laughs> I didn't even re- you said kind of anything. I was like, oh my god, how fun! And then I just remember that we were playing too. We played I for a that. long time. Yeah, that game can go on for hours. It can. I wanted to get to the point where we finished like the all the black deck cards, yes. but I just feel like it's never endless. Yeah, my parents don't like the cards that have like two, so we always have to skip them because we my always we don't get we them. took them. We took them out of the deck. Yes. We don't like those. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, well, um, so we can talk about the hybrid children of the Twilight universe, since that's like the first one. And the first one that we really know of is Renesmee. Yes. And now, I, I cannot pronounce it's now well. Na, Nahuel? No, Nahuel, Nahuel, yeah. yeah. I think I heard Pinch. Cherish pronounce it one time, like, beautifully, and I'm like, oh, I wish. Yeah, I forgot how you say that. Nahuel, Nahuel, Nahuel. But yeah, so they are vampire-human hybrid. So obviously we know that Renesmee is... Her mom was the human, Bella, and then her dad was the vampire. And she got... Bella got impregnated by Edward through his venom. Because his venom... I remember in Cherish's podcast, they were talking about... The stuff and they really helped me understand if you guys haven't checked out Cherish's podcast, it's called Twilight Sleuths. So I definitely love, go check that I out. I love their podcast. I, I love it, it's so funny. Um, but they talked about how they well, they kind of cracked the code on how vampire the, that the reason that Edward could get Bella pregnant was because the, the vampire um, venom is like used as whatever the um. The vampire like is like needed, kind of like how yeah. like when Edward cries, he's not really crying tears; he's crying like venom and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it like substitutes as whatever fluid it needs to. 
Yeah, because they, they, they said it, it like, kind of compares to, like, um, how, like, the vampire has, like, venom running through their veins instead of blood. So it kind of, yeah. like, just replaces whatever liquid humans have. So, and then um, and then we know that Renesmee is gifted, but we don't know if Nahu, Nahuel or Nahuel is gifted. Yeah, um, there's not, I was looking at his, um, his section in the illustrated guide, which I highly mm-hmm. recommend if nobody's ever had, like, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It really gives an insight of all the different characters and all the different, um, things within the Twilight universe, and his didn't have much. It just indicated that he has three sisters, and he is the only one that's venomous. None of his sisters are. and um, Which is interesting, because Renesmee is also not venomous, because mm-hmm. she bit Bella, and nothing had happened. Yeah, so it says here that um, I'm looking on um, the Twilight Saga wiki, like the wiki fandom thing. Mm-hmm. It says that... Um, um, that he has three half sisters, Serena, Jennifer, and Mason, like M A Y S U N. That's cute. Aww. Oh, that's cute because Edward's last name or Edward's original last name was Mason, right? Yeah. Oh. So Mason, Mason is that's cute, and they show traits of both species. Um, conception. So the whole process is extremely risky and can easily fail due to the fragile human body. And Nahuel's mom didn't survive, right? Yeah, yeah. His um, the way the guide said, and I think also in Breaking Dawn, he his mom didn't make it through childbirth, and then his aunt um was there to help her, and that's when the baby had bit her, and mm-hmm. transformed. Yeah, and yeah, because he is the only one who is venomous. Because if anyone else had bit them nothing would have happened yeah um so it says here that because most vampires have a hard time resisting the urge to kill humans for their blood it takes a high level of self-control to be so close to the human and still resist the temptation i guess like they're they're um that most vampires like i guess in the twilight universe at least would turn them even because like if they're intimate in that way they they're so close yeah. to to them, so it's hard harder to resist the temptation to bite them. Um, yeah, so like their father did it four times, cause yeah. he's got three half sisters. So it's like he may he must have some intense self control to be able to do that with four other women and impregnate. Yeah, them. yeah, and then Edward. Well, and then we see that from Edward too with the super self control because. I mean, especially because Bella's blood was so strong to him and he was able to kind of control that in the moment. Yeah. Um, so then it says that the fetuses in the twilight for the vampire human fetus, they grow extremely fast and strong. Um, Bella was pregnant how long? I think a month. Um, they got married on August 13th. She must have... It was probably um, Renesmee was conceived within the first night. Because they only, I think, did it two times. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it was up to the birth, she was already at, like, nine months. Yeah, because, yeah, because they were there for two weeks. No, she didn't get her, her cycle. And then they went back 
after those two, after she was like, oh, I'm late, two weeks, they went back to Forks, um, or to the Cullen house, and then I guess she was there for two weeks longer, and then she had, so really, she did, like, nine months of growing in a span of, um, in a month, which is crazy. Yeah. And then it's, you know, she did, they didn't know that her drinking blood could have helped with her health at the time, so... I think it was what three weeks she was pregnant that she you know she didn't feed on any blood so that's why she was more fragile because mm-hmm. Renesme was craving um the blood yeah and then um I, I i was gonna say i think the movies do a good job at making those last two weeks where she comes back from from the honeymoon seem like a super long time even though it wasn't that long at all yeah, I really even though Breaking Dawn Part 1 is one of my least favorite of the movies, I definitely think it's one of the best like time-wise. Mhm. Yeah, they do a really good job at that. Um So then um it says the fetus is grown to a full to full full term in 1 month. Um and that it'll use its own strength and teeth to break its way out like Renesme was doing to Bella. Um that I that makes insane. that makes me think that they couldn't they couldn't have taken her out any sooner right because they said that the the m like the uterus war whatever was happening was like too strong yeah. yeah like they couldn't even oh my they God, couldn't even break through he it he bites his way through the embryonic sac i was like oh what <laughs> yeah okay so then the physiology it says that they have both human vampire traits. We know that a Renesmee can survive off of food and vampire blood. Like, there's no... Yeah, she, she's got um, her mom's eyes. And then I think she's got, like, a combination of their hair. Because she has, like, Bella's kind of brownish hair. But it has, like, the reddish tint that Edward mm-hmm. has. Yeah. Um... And we we don't we don't know how long really well I know that Nahuel is older he's like a hundred and something years old, but yeah. we don't really know like if if like what it goes beyond past that really because I guess he's like the first one. Yeah. So a lot of things with them are unknown. Like are they are they indefinitely immortal like 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 normal vampires? That's what I wonder, and especially because he managed to go so long under the Voltori's radar. I, it, I mean, because he looked, um, I, I don't know if he's described as, he averagely looked like he was in his 20s. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. yeah I think so. they said that he stopped growing at the age of seven, like he was full grown at the age of seven, and he looked like he was probably like 20-something. I, I I would say. Yeah, um, and we see thing that Stephanie Meyer can look into in the upcoming book she's writing. Yeah, because yeah, because it's going to be a Renesmee point of view, right? Yeah. Um. So it says that the hybrid's heart beats faster than a human's heart. They are capable of sleeping and getting nourishment from both human and f- human food and blood. I think if honestly, like if I were to be like a part of this like universe, I don't think I would want to be full vampire. I think I'd rather be a hybrid. Only because I feel like Same I like sleep. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I like sleeping. <laughs> that yeah, that 
That's because so. uh, um, Shy, I, uh, Shy, when she did her TVD um, versus Twilight, this or that, she had said, like, would you rather eat or drink or sparkle in the sunlight? And I'm like, because the Vampire Diaries vampires get to eat and drink. And I'm like, oh, I want to eat and drink. Yeah, I'd rather be, I'd rather be like that. I can't, I can't and give I, up. I can't give up. I can't give up. But in the Vampire Diaries, they don't sleep either, right? No. No, right? I think the only I like- person, I think the only person who slept was Caroline when she was pregnant with the um, twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't think so. Um, his oldest sister. Okay, so it says here that um, Nahuel has lived about 150 years with still a young body. His older sister, Serena, is known to have lived for over two centuries. So, they will, they, they are pretty old. I guess they, they are pretty normal. I, I don't know. I feel like, um, I, I guess since they're, like, hybrids, they're, like, part human, and they have all these, they can do all these things that, like, humans can do, I would just assume that they would, like, there has to, I feel like there's, like, a, like a time stamp or something. Like, I don't know. Because, I mean, the oldest vampire that we know of is in the Twilight universe is who? Um, it hints in the illustrated guide that the Egyptian coven could be older than the Volturi. Okay. So, and then they're, they're probably like a couple hundred centuries old, if yeah. not more. So, um, obviously they're stronger and faster than humans. I feel like um that Renesmee we're going to I feel like we're going to see her in like a high, like high school in the next book and I think that she might get along with I a lot of people. Want I want to see I want to see high school Renesmee. She just has that essence. She does. And I think that I think that it's going to I think that she's going to um thrive in high school for some reason cuz it just says like they're they don't sparkle in the sun but they like look extra beautiful in the sun and imagine like just looking extra beautiful in the sun like how many like high school boys she's like have like fighting for her love yeah you know edward taught her the piano so she's probably gonna i feel like i can see her in high school being a part of um the arts the performing arts so like Mm -hmm. music theater yeah, I think that that I think that that is is something that I can see them do. Um, especially, uh, I don't know. I just feel like um, I feel like she would have a lot of friends. If that makes sense. Um, I not. I don't want to say that she's like opposite of Bella, but I kind of see her as opposite of Bella in a way. Yeah. Um, like I feel like she'll be kind of maybe more outgoing, even though they're both they're both Virgos that we talked about our last episode. <laughs> yeah. She could, yeah, I could see her that being kind of an omnivert where she is very outgoing and social and enjoys time with her friends, but also someone who likes to kick back and maybe enjoy a good book like Bella. Yeah, for sure. It says here, too, that also um, that the that Renesmee is the only hybrid to have shown supernatural gifts, which she had inherited from both parents. So that makes me wonder um, if we ha- I know we had talked about, oh, and actually, no, we didn't talk about Cherish talked about, I think, the supernatural gifts being inherited. 
Possibly. Yeah. So, <laughs> you've read Midnight Sun, right? I'm almost done. <laughs> ah, ah, dang it. Okay, where are you at? Uh, I'm like way more than halfway. I don't even know where my book's at. To oh, it's like way up there. But uh, you can you can tell me because my friend has talked to me about about, about it. things. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of a mini spoiler. Um, so as we know, Midnight Sun is from Edward's point of view, and he can read everyone's thoughts but Bella's. Well, when the when he first met Charlie, he noticed how his thoughts were kind of off whereas Bella's he couldn't hear any thoughts with Charlie it was kind of it was it was a it was I forget how he describes it but he kind of said that Charlie had these thoughts where he couldn't really pick up on them like he could oh like it was like radio signals I remember yeah and then so and then with Renee how Renee was someone who um can like when he he felt that with Renee after during the hospital scene after the incident with James, Renee was very kind of you know in distraught with Bella, and he could see how her emotions affected the people around her to where it brought them toward her and like wanted to help her, and he, mm. so he felt that Renee probably had a similar gift to Jasper's, but different in a way where. Um, if she would have been a vampire, she could easily manipulate people's, like, um, emotions to do what, like, in order to benefit her. And, um, and then with Charlie... Oh, that would be, that would be a cool gift. Yeah. And then with Charlie, how he couldn't hear, um, his thoughts so much as to Bella's, he kind of, it's kind of hinted that Charlie could have been a possible shield, which is why Bella's is so strong because she inherited it. And then we yeah. see with Renesmee, her powers are the opposite of both of her parents. That is young. Which. <laughs> because she can. Oh my God. I remember I did a TikTok on that because so many people were um, commenting on my one video that went viral where I was showing this ending scene because um, I had said that Bella dropped her shield, which is how it's described in the book, how she. She pushes it away. She describes as pushing it away, how she was removing it in order for him to read her mind. But everybody in my comments were kind of like, I'm pretty sure she's projecting it. And I'm like, oh, she cannot project her thoughts. Her yeah, mind, no, it's not. Her mind is so strong. And so I had to, like, explain the difference between... Because they were thinking that Bella and Renesmee had the same power. And I was like, no, it's the no. opposite. Yeah, it is. Because Bella can let her guard like let her shield down but Renesmee can project like things that she's seen and thoughts and stuff like that yeah i find it really cool how Renesmee's power is the opposite of both of her parents yeah because they're both they're both um not that edwards is like guarded but it's like kind of like in his head type of thing whereas like Renesmee's is like out like projecting outward yeah um so I was going to say that um, that it makes sense for Renesmee to have powers because both of her parents are extremely gifted and like have have powers. And then um, that then that just says that maybe um, Nahuel's and and his and his sisters, his dad is not like gifted. Yeah. Um, and I guess like maybe his parents just weren't either or his his mom or their parents, their moms. Yeah. But, oh man, it just <laughs> now it makes me wonder what 
um, a child of like Jasper and Alice would be. That would be crazy. Oh, that would be so cool. If only, if only the vampires could have babies still. I know. Oh, I wish. Because Renez, uh, not Renez, me, um, <laughs> um, Rosalie would love that if, the, if, if they could have babies. Give her a baby. Evan we would need... be such a great dad. He would. He'd be so silly and funny and iconic. Um, and then, so then, uh, that's why I would, I, we talked about it previously in a couple episodes ago that for sure that the Voltori would be trying to create their own hybrid children. Oh yeah. I definitely like they, see Aro using it to his advantage cause he's, he, we, when we talked about, you know, in Zodiacs, how his, what did we say he was? He was what? An Aquarius or he was something. Oh, I he was. I forgot. I know. Oh, I, huh? What is what is Carly? She's an Aquarius. Yes, that was that's what <laughs> we it said was. He was an Aquarius. Shout out to Carly. We love you. No hate <laughs> on Aquariuses. Um, but um, Aro would be someone who would use that new gifted knowledge to his advantage, and I definitely think he would make his gifted vampires do it so like dimitri felix mm-hmm. has hella strength so i don't know i don't know if they would want to do it with felix i think if maybe they found like a mom who was like who had like some crazy power like something that was like stronger than i guess what felix would be um that it would be cool because it would be cool to see if maybe like his gift of being extremely strong would make the babies come out like with their whatever their mother's power is but like extra like extra yeah so that's af i think okay santiago doesn't have a mate afton is the mate of chelsea and he has the gift of invis now ooh, i wonder what would have been like if chelsea and afton had a baby because he can like mentally and make him invisible to people and then she has the influence on emotional ties well, I feel like that would be something crazy. Well, see, and then also, I feel like if Carlisle and Esme had a baby, their baby would just be, like, super extra compassionate. Like, the, oh, the sweetest the sweet, baby ever. The sweetest. That, oh. I feel, and then I feel like Rosalie and Emmett's baby would just be, like, a crackhead. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I've, if they had a son, would be carbon copy of Emmett. And then I could see the daughter having, like, still a bit of silliness like Emmett, but also very serious like her mom. Mm-hmm. Jasper and Alice's child would be... I, I, I can't see their child not being 100% Alice. Because her energy is just so yeah. radiant that it would pass on. I Yeah, I, I can see their child being, like, those little, like... Like, fairies, like, roaming in the woods and just, like, frolicking. Oh, my God. I just I just had a weird... I just had a weird theory. So, say Jasper and Alice had a child. And mm-hmm. um, she can see the future and he can manipulate emotions. What if the power was based on the emotions that could, could ter- determine the outcome? of a decision mm. and like she would like you, they could see the future of like what the emotion would bring so like if they were ha- if like a situation happened and they were happy then that 
outcome would happen but then say they got angry because of something then it's like that would happen yeah I don't know. so it's like showing them like um like what their decision in that moment would make yeah like what they because what alice did in 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 breaking dawn part two she showed arrow a version of what could happen right yeah she kind of did. She kind of like manipulated that in a little, a little bit, right? I was like, "Go, Alice." <laughs> she knew what she was doing too. Because I think Stephanie Meyer did say that in the time that Jasper and Alice was away, she could have easily um, worked on her power to make it evolve. Yeah, so. I could. I could totally see that. Because I mean, like, how long would it really take for her to find Nahuel? Let's see. He they were and in she, Brazil. Um, it which wasn't... which in Brazil don't I mean don't the Cullens have ties in Brazil? Yes. So it must have been kind of pretty easy for them. Yeah, because it was mentioned because they had um Isle, like Isle Esme was off the coast of Rio, and um then the housekeepers had legends, especially um the female. She had legends of. Um, vampires and then I think even when in the one scene where um, Bella, Jacob and Ness are catching snowflakes um, Bella mm-hmm. says Edward thinks we could find answers in Brazil mm-hmm. so it just makes it makes me wonder cause I don't know if any of them went when they first gathered witnesses after Jasper and Alice left I wonder if any of them did go to Brazil cause I don't remember bella saying that they ever did no yeah they could they went to eat they went to egypt they went to they egypt, went to denali london or well, wherever that one guy was <laughs> they went to ireland they went mm-hmm. to they went well the amazons came the amazonian coven came to them oh but that's another thing so maybe alice and jasper went straight to the amazon coven because Kairichi went with them to go find Nahuel. Oh, that's possible. And I think it, it's very possible that they she could. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I how I mean, from the moment that the Volatori that 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 um, I her name is blinking in my mind. That one chick who saw Renesme and went to go tattletale <laughs> to the Volatori. Um, oh. Yeah, her. Um, snitches get stitches. Pharrell, but how long from the moment that she told them to the like the battle was that? Do we have a timeline for that? Um, I think it would have been around. So I think the the battle happened after Christmas, um, and then so it was Christmas that they came, um. Mm-hmm. I think it may have been late October, early November. So about a month. Because yeah. the Volturi needed to gather their witnesses. They weren't just going to go straight to them and, um, like, massacre them. They needed, they needed to have proof so that they weren't doing it injustice. Yeah, and I think that that's well more than enough time for Alice to go find this guy and then practice her things because even Bella I mean it took her that same amount of time to practice and strengthen her powers yeah to be able to protect like the entire pe- like all the people that they had there yeah so that's 
definitely a possibility. Um, well, we're just about halfway, so I think I can get into my segment. Um, so for this week for my recommendation, if you guys don't know that there's an amazing um, um, cosplay group at the Olympic Coven on Instagram and on TikTok too. And they are amazing cosplayers who cosplay as all the members of the Cullens. They have a new Charlie. Um, they have um, they have literally everyone that I can think of. I'm like, they have everyone. Um, well, the, the girl who's cosplaying Bella, her account just kind of got hit with something. They took it down temporarily. Um, luckily she was able to get it back. So my recommendation this week is to go follow her Instagram account and show her some love. Um, cause she's an amazing, she's very supportive in the community. Um, she's so sweet, so nice. And she's very dedicated to, to, um, to the, doing this, um, cosplay for Bella. It's like her business. It's her craft. Um, she's very, yeah, she takes amazing pictures. Her Instagram is at just Bella Swan, the one and only. The one and <laughs> at only. At just Bella Swan. Um, yes. So we, she, we did, we found out that she had just got it back late last night and she went live and it was a fun time. But that is my recommendation to go follow her, show her some love, tell her you're, you're happy she's back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love that. I love so, her. Yeah, she's amazing. She's so nice. She's super cool, too. She's so I'm funny. Like, I was, like, uh, intimidated by how cool she was at first. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Me she's too. so cool. But I get, it's I okay. Get very, I get very shy because I, when I, like, I first found out about the Olympic Coven, um, I followed, like, all of them. And I was very kind of like, oh, my God. Like, they're so cool. <laughs> Dude, and then they're, they're um, like, all of their characters, I feel, are, like, splitting images of, like, the... Of, like, the actual characters. Like, it's so crazy. I I love them all. I would... I I, I cannot wait to hopefully meet them next year at Forks. I know. That's going to be really fun. So, fingers crossed. That's amazing. We'll have a powwow. Um, We should jump into the world of Harry Potter right now. Because... Yes. Although they don't have, like hybrids they have some they're like their own form yeah their own form of hybrids so the what the hybrid that we're talking about are the mug or not the muggles the mudbloods or that that term um which that's a derogatory term um for someone who has magical powers but was born to parents that don't um yeah also is a person who is born of a family that includes both magical and non-magical persons so like yeah. Harry, um, like, um, I guess Harry Potter wouldn't be considered a mudblood, would he? Because he most of his he's considered a half blood because mm-hmm. his mom was a um, mudblood was a mudblood, and then his father was a purebred purebred. I yeah. almost said bred like a freaking dog. My bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's but another yeah. one. So we have we have mudblood, and then we have half blood. Yeah. Um. So think- those are. Go, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I said go for it. He said go. <laughs> no, I was just saying that, yeah, that that's what he was. Who were Sam? We know that Snape was half-blood. Yes. We know, we know that Harry Potter's mom, Lily, was a mudblood. Even, mud blood. um, even, 
he who shall not be named the Tom Riddle, the Voldemort, was a half blood. That's why he was people all wanna, weird. Yeah. Well, well, no, people we know it, but people in the actual universe, like the Death Eaters, don't want to have that conversation. Yeah, no, because I mean, literally, in um, in Order of Phoenix, they that's like all they were like trying to do was like take away people who are like mudbloods or like muggle-born or whatever yeah. um something also we have um squib um he's a person who was born to a witch and wizard but they don't have any magical powers of their own yeah. um which kind of sucks <laughs> i would be so mad to I, be born to, to magical poor, parents i have no powers poor um what's his name um i forgot his name the was guy that Fletcher? grounds keep. Was it Fletcher? Oh, look, I have it here. Uh, Argus Filch. Filch. Oh my god, why did I yeah. say Fletcher? Fake fan over here. Just kidding. <laughs> Phil- yeah, when I found that out, I was like, huh, that must be so sad to, you know, be born with two parents who are magical and then not. But I wonder, because he did have magical blood, I wonder if he did have kids that it would mm-hmm. pop up later in the bloodline. That's why it makes me wonder if Hermione's family actually did have, like, a, an ancestor who was magical and then a squib was born. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking because, um, like, um, I feel like mudbloods, even though they're born to pe- two parents who aren't, I feel like somewhere down the line there was someone who who yeah. possibly was magical in their, in their family. Um... But also, yeah, it says squib is this generally a result of mating outside of the witch wizard bloodline. So that just means, like, they did it excessively, I guess. But then I wonder if he were to marry and have kids with someone who was of magic, if their kids would be half, half blood? Yeah. Something like that, right? And then we have all of our half-breed people, which are... Terms applied to someone who was born to parents of different species that can mate to produce viable offspring like giants and humans. Um, they take generally take properties of both parents that can be magical as well and have powers depending on what their parents were. So some iconic ones that we know of are Hagrid. His father's a human. His mother's a giant. Um, he's, st- he's taller, stronger than most humans, but not as tall or stupid as a giant. Yeah, because we we meet so, his his half brother in um, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, and that just makes me is is um, Hagrid's mom stu- like since she was a giant test, is she was she also like how the brother was? I don't know. Because in that like the, that that raises some flags. <laughs> that raises a lot of flags, especially <laughs> with Hagrid's father. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Ooh. Yeah. That- Yikes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that combo. I don't know, but food for thought in case anyone was wondering. J.K. That's Rowling, something to pl- J.K. Rowling. Explain yourself. For real, <laughs> I mean, yeah, her. We can. I mean, we can do a whole podcast on her and Stephanie Meyer too. Um, then we have Flitwick. Oh, he. Yeah, love him. He's so iconic. Um, love, uh, he had a great grandparent. Love him. Yeah, he had a great-grandparent that was a goblin, making him shorter than most humans, but also more cunning and clever. And my favorite part is the part uh, at the end. Oh, my gosh. What part is it? 
I forgot what movie it was, but something happened. And, oh, I think it was when, I don't know if, oh my gosh, I don't remember what happened, but they're, like, out in the courtyard area, and then, like, Flitwick is there, and he goes, like, yes. Oh, oh, that was, (laughs) that was Order of the Phoenix after the Weasley twins set off those fireworks Mm -hmm. for Umbridge. Yes. Then he was there, he was, like, yes. I love him so much. Iconic. And then we have Fleur Delacour. So she's actually a half breed. So her great, she had a grandparent that was a Vila, yeah. which is similar to a siren of Greek mythology, giving her the ability to enchant the minds of men as well as cast her witch charms, which is interesting because those are, that's why all the boys were all like, oh, over her. Yeah. They, um, ooh, I hit my mic. Oops. Um, yeah, and I think that's why Ginny and Mrs. Weasley didn't like her at first was because they didn't know if she truly loved, um, Bill or if she was casting, like, a spell under him. Yeah, to, like, love him, to, to get him to love her. Yeah. That's, oh, that's cool. That, that's, that's interesting because, I mean, we don't really know that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then that also makes me think, because then we have these half-breeds, like, what else can we, like... What else can, like, be half-breed in the Harry Potter world? Because there's so many other, like... Yeah. Like, magical creatures, you know? Yeah. I think it's definitely interesting because, um... Unlike with the Vampire Diaries, how they have, like, the vampire-werewolf, um... Hybrid. They don't have hybrids with werewolves in Harry Potter because of the way that, um the werewolf like how you become a werewolf is like you're not born one you are bitten and turned into one Mm -hmm. because that's how it was with lupin and lupin when he and tonks had their child their child didn't have like he didn't have anything with a werewolf nothing related i believe but he got instead he got his mom's metamorphosis um power Mm. because she was a metamorphosis so then um so then um I guess I, I don't really dive into, like, the like the history of Harry Potter as often as I do about, like, Twilight. But Sirius was... He was not a werewolf. He was a... What? Oh, so... Sirius... Sir, um, it was Sirius, Harry's father, um, James Potter. Then there was... Um, Wormtail, um, mm-hmm. the guy who betrayed Harry's parents, they were yeah. anim- they were animaguses. So basically, they that's a kind of it's a um it's learned. Um, mm. There's like you have to like master these like spells and everything. I um where you can morph into a animal, and I think the animal is supposed to. Um, kind of represent who they are or oh. kind of so when lupin because lupin was a werewolf he got bit at the age of five as revenge on his father by um i forget his name so every f- they when they all became friends that's when the three decided that they were going to try and master this in order to become animaguses so that during lupin's transformation during the full moon because lupin would not attack animals he would um he wasn't as fierce or animalistic as he was with humans because Mm -hmm. and so 
by becoming animaguses, Lupin was more calm with them because he saw them as animals. He didn't see them as humans. It's very interesting. Yeah. So then that's something that's like a learned trait. It's not something that they have to, like they can pass down, which is something that I was wondering about too. Yeah. Um, but then we have all these other magical we have like the the centaurs of the forest. I yeah. mean like those are half they, man, half horse. They could easily mate with some someone yeah. or you something. Had, you had the mer people in the black lake. Yeah, especially yeah, but that's why I was, um, I guess, like, when, when I first watched it, I was expecting them to be, like, these beautiful creatures. But I guess it's more like their, like, siren-like, um, the voice. I guess, abilities to, to, like, lure them in, right? Yeah, the song. Then we have purebloods, which I want to say at first aren't really, like, hybrids because it's, like, you, hybrids is, like, when you mix. But then to me, it is kind of a hybrid because you're mixing, like a witch and a wizard you know yeah to make something more more pure um and then that's like just that's just family wizard families that know mixing of blood with people who are not magical so examples are like the malfoys and the weasleys which i think it's so funny that the malfoys are always so like like down on the weasleys but like they're the same you know yeah. Even though, like, one's, like, more, like, rich or whatever. Yeah, I think it's because they call the Weasleys blood traitors because the way the Malfoys and the Black family were, were they did not agree with anybody. They did not support anybody who was not a pure blood. Whereas the Weasleys, they didn't care. They were very accepting of all beings. Yeah. So, which we love them. We stand them. Um... So this website I'm on is very official with uh, figuring out um, if you have both parents who are the idealized witch and wizard, the following results can be attained, uh, obtained. So true pure blood, the probability for that, if both parents were the idealized witch or wizard, is one out of, uh, or is actually 0.10%. But then being a just regular pure blood would be 96.88%. And then to be a squib, it's only 3% that they have the option. So really feel bad for Filch because she was that one 3%. 3%. Oh, poor Filch. Um, with both parents being muggles, the um, to, they can't be pure blood at all. To be mud blood, it would be a 31%. And then to be a, just a regular muggle, 68%. So all those people who, I mean, the mudbloods are pretty lucky because they got the, that 31%. And then their yeah. fa- their families must know about about it, right? Because like, just like um, Lily's family, her parents knew about the wizarding world. And so did Hermione's, right? Yeah. They weren't like secret to it because they had to send their kid away to this boarding school. Yeah. And then the last one that's here is with one parent being a witch and the other one being a muggle. Um, they can't be true pure blood. They can be 60, 76% mud blood and 23% muggle. Which I which I see, I wish I feel like would also suck if one of my parents was a witch or wizard. And then I did not get any of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would just be like, oh, seriously, like it had to skip me. I would be so sad. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, that's it. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I quit. What's happening? Um, 
so the Vampire Diaries, which is uh, which is another show that has hybrids in it. I I watch the Vampire Diaries. I don't watch any of their spinoffs because I never really got like that into it. So I think maybe you're a little bit more versed on well, the Vampire Diaries world. More, I, I would say the originals. I did watch the originals. Okay. I actually watched the originals first, and then I watched the Vampire Diaries because <laughs> because this is what happened. When I have a obsession with a certain actor or actress, I like to watch all of their works. Mm-hmm. And so, Isaac, Sh- no, not Isaac, Daniel Sharman, who played Isaac in Teen Wolf, was on season three of the original. So then I loved him. I wanted to see um, what he did in this um, show. And then I fell in love with the show. And then I was like, oh. I gotta watch the Vampire Diaries now because I love the originals. That's why I love the Michelson family. I'm more biased toward the Michelson family because I watched the mm-hmm. originals first. I have not watched Legacies, so I have not watched that. I either. just couldn't get into Legacies. I couldn't. I, I I watched some of the originals, but then I feel like I started getting super busy, so I never like really like continued it. But I know yeah. of of I know of it. I, um. So, obviously, we know that hybrids are a crossbreed between two or more different supernatural species. So, in um, in the Vampire Diary world, we know of witches, werewolves, and vampires. But I don't think that we know of anything else. Like, any other um, magical beings. There were, in the last... in We've got also vampire... I mean, hunters, which are like hunters of the supernatural, because they also have supernatural abilities, despite being mm-hmm. mortal. Um, you've got... There is, I believe, in season seven, there... It was either season seven or just beginning of eight. You've got... Um, sirens they did introduce sirens um they also had lucifer i don't know if you can count him as a demons they had demons yeah so i think those are the only mystical being i can think of yeah so here uh, we know that there's werewolf vampire hybrids um which i think is might might be one of the first ones that we that we really know about because that's when Klaus turns, um, what's his face? Tyler. His, his blood, right? Is that, like, the first really instance that we see of that? Yeah. So, um, so by doing that, you, in the, in the, yeah, that's when, yeah, that's, I guess, was that his, like, tester to be, like, oh, hey, like, this can happen, like, we'll figure out what happens. Yeah. Klaus is considered the first hybrid because, um, he was, when he, cause, like, um, vampire, and then when he found out that his father was actually a werewolf, that's when he did the spell or whatever to unlock his werewolf gene and become the first hybrid, so then Tyler became, like, his, his experiment to figure out if he can turn others Yes, and then and then um, so to turn them, you have to feed them your blood and then kill them. Yes, right. So that's what Klaus did. Um, it says that no regular vampire has ever attempted to use their own blood to turn a werewolf into a hybrid. Um, so then, 
Let me see. It says that after a werewolf dies with Klaus, Klaus's blood in their system, the transformation will be successful only if the wolf completes his or her transition by drinking the blood of a human doppelganger. So, who was that so human? Elena. Elena, yeah. Um, if a werewolf it was, was Elena, turned. Because Catherine was already vampire. Yeah. So, um, so, so far, all the hybrids have been created by Klaus. Is he the only one who can create hybrids? I think. See, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember if Haley ever did create a hybrid. I know. Um, because there's another there's another hybrid species that we'll probably get into um, in a bit. But for werewolf vampire, I don't I don't think anybody else did. I think it's only Klaus. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah, because he's do. I remember he he started doing turning people left and right out of like spite kind of like he was just like killing people and doing his his thing you know <laughs> um oh klaus i know so yeah so tyler lockwood was the first well not the first but the first one turned by klaus um he's he already he was already a werewolf um and then he and then that's when and he turned him um then we so let me see let me scroll because this website has like tons of stuff on the vampire diaries i'm like it keeps going and going and going um do we um we do know that the the michelson family their mom was a witch yes and their dad had had werewolf genes so then that means that all the are all the michelson's witch vampire werewolf hybrid no so they have mad so um klaus is the only one that is a part werewolf because he is the only offspring between um esther and his biological father all the mm, other yes kids. oh you're like unlocking like memories in my brain yeah. so he's <laughs> he's the only one with werewolf gene they do they don't they're not um they would have been witches, basically, because um, what happened was Esther was a witch, and when she had her kids, they all would have inherited a magical gene, but they would have had to have unlocked it. So, like, Cole, I think Cole and Freya. Freya was um, raised by her sister, um, but Cole was able to actually had shown interest in learning magic and practicing it so cole when he was when they were human cole had been able to become like a wit like a witch wizard but when esther after their one son had died and she didn't want to lose any more kids that's when she turned them into vampires but by doing mm -hmm. that it took out all being able of them wanting to be witches they do have magical blood because vampires were created by magic so it's like they have magical blood but they can't actually physically practice it now in hope's case hope is klaus and Haley's daughter mm -hmm. she she's a special case because of the fact that both of her parents were vampire werewolf hybrids and 
vampire, um, the vampire, you know, had magical blood in them, she got, she's a special case where she was able to unlock her magical ability and actually practice it. So she's the first tribrid. With, um, it's not possible for someone who's already a vampire to be a witch. So, like, if Bonnie was turned, she could, she'd lose her, um, magic. But, but, like, Kai. So Kai was, um, a, a siphon. And we learn about the siphons in season six or seven. I think it was six. And a siphon was someone who was born into a magical family but they didn't have magic they could only get magic if they absorbed it from someone who was magical which in turn would hurt the person they were absorbing the magic from but we learn that if a siphon is bit by a vampire then they become a heteric because because the vampires were created by magic and have magical blood, they're siphoning that magical that magic in the blood. Therefore, si- people who were siphons turned vampires can practice magic, which makes them probably the more deadliest of the hybrids in the vampire. Diaries. Yeah, that that would be crazy because I'm um like if Bonnie, because Bonnie would just lose her powers, but they get to like keep it. Yeah. Right. Because- yeah, because Bonnie was already, like, a practicing witch. She had her magic. She could practice it. Kai and the other siphons could not practice magic unless they absorbed it from someone who was magical. So. Yeah, and then, um, so then Hope. Um, I did watch, I, I, I did know, know a little bit about Hope. She, her mom is a werewolf. Yeah. Is she also a vampire? No. Right? Haley was born a werewolf, but then Klaus turned her into a hybrid. Okay. So then that that kind of takes out the question that these that in this world vampires can still have babies. Um, only if they're a wolf hybrid. Um so what happened well with Haley's case, Haley was still a werewolf. Um, when she got pregnant with Hope because um, Klaus is half wolf, half vampire, so he's able to impregnate another female who is a wolf and probably if she were human. So Haley, um, being that she was a wolf, they were able to conceive Hope, but she died during childbirth. She was kind Mm -hmm. of actually murdered during it with the whole witches and everything. But Klaus had fed her his blood, and then... Um, so she... Yeah, so she she, she... she turned into it. I feel like I need to... I feel like I need to restart um, the, vamp- the whole Vampire Diary stuff. Because I feel like I'm like... Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Because I think... Um, hold on. Out of my computer's... My p- computer's giving me a... A warning. Uh, my computer's giving me a warning. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's like, uh, your computer's about to restart. And I'm like, mm, that would not be cool. Uh, but I think it said, like, in, like, an hour. Um, so I think we're good. But, um, I, yeah, if I was saying, I feel like I need to restart rewatching all the Vampire Diaries stuff. Because I feel like I'm so out of the loop on it. So much has happened, I think. I feel like. Yeah. So... I need, um, I need to rewatch it too. 
so um i i've never really watched true blood i've watched some of it like i'm not like really like that into true blood because when i guess when it was out it was like a little too graphic right but they also have like they have a fairy vampire hybrid it says i've never se- watched the show either but that sounds interesting so their powers are they have extendable fangs um they have enhanced healing factor human superhuman endurance superhuman strength superhuman sense of superhuman speed glamoring telepathy photokinesis um teleportation portal creation flight and daywalking that's the fairy vampire hybrid in true blood Ooh, i think true blood's on what hulu it might be I might have to check it out. I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was young because graphic. But yeah, me either. <laughs> now that I'm older. Um, so it says here that um, for centuries in the True Blood world, there was thought that such a combination could not exist. And the main reason is that vampires find fairy blood so delicious that they would be unable to stop themselves from killing the fairy before they could complete the turning. So, yeah. But it happened. Oh. And I don't yeah. know if there's any other. Uh, when I searched up hybrid, hybrids in True Blood, that's the only one that came out besides, um, besides halfling. I guess a person who's like half vampire, half, um, half human. But then I'm seeing here also the, or what is a halfling? Let me see. Let me click on click on that. Oh no! Actually, the half the halfling would be the half fairy, half human. Or in half fairy, half vampire. Yeah. So they don't have half it. the human half human thing is not not a thing in the in the true blood world. They're just like full vampire or fairies and stuff like that. Hmm. I might have to possibly. If there's any true blood fans watching and we're like completely wrong, I'm think, so sorry. I think Liz is. Liz um Help us out. Liz, if you're listening, if you're watching this, can you give us 101 on True Blood? Please. Um, but other than that, are there any other hybrid hybrids that we didn't get to that you can think of? Um, in Percy Jackson, you have demigods. So <gasps> yes, God. Percy Jackson. <laughs> that so. was the one thing. So um, I, I love Percy Jackson, but I'm also like not... I guess you're the... True, you're the the vampire diaries in the Percy Jackson, and I'm like <laughs> Twilight and some Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I haven't read. I I need to reread Percy Jackson. I haven't read those books in a long time. I'm so excited for the live action show that they're gonna do because after we're not gonna talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I so. Uh, of course you got the demigod so half god half human where um one of the gods impregnated a well either the god male god impregnated the human or the female god was impregnated by a human male yeah um so there's also not it's related to greek mythology but it's not um in percy jackson we don't i don't think we see it we did we did see medusa but we mm-hmm. didn't, um, when, because in the Greek mythology, when Medusa died, 
she was pregnant with Poseidon's kids and she gave birth to I forget who I know she gave birth to a Pegasus which is a half horse half bird um yeah and then she also I forget who else she had like another child that was also a hybrid of um I think it was in part animal and then part human um Mm -hmm. there's also of you've got sirens you've got um yeah i'm i'm i pulled it up here on my phone so we could um see this um so human hybrids of ancient greece these are just like ancient greek stuff um let me go to where they oh you got fawn which is a half goat Mm -hmm. half human um so we have here we have a gorgon which is half human half serpent um, I'm not sure if we see this in the Percy Jackson world, but I guess the Greek mythology type stuff is like related. Yeah. Then we have um, a dry dryad, which is half human, half tree. What? Um, the- <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen. It. Oh, harpy. We do see harpies. I think in the in Percy Jackson, which half human, half bird. Oh yeah. Um, that's like the the first lady that came and like. Took him yeah. away in the movie. You've or got, wanted to fight him. Yeah, You've got Centaur, which is the half man, half horse. Yes, and then we have the Minotaur, which is the ha- human uh, bull, which is the one that came to, like, attack Percy, to right before he got to the camp. Yeah. We have a... Uh, uh, I'm not sure if we see this. Oh, I feel like I remember seeing it somewhere, but it's a half human, half snake. Like, half um, the body is a, a, a human and the other one's a snake. Um, we have a, a satyr, I think so. Half human goat is what you were talking about, right? Yeah. Um, which is, like, Percy Jackson's, like, best friend. That's his, like, he's a satyr, right? Yeah. And we also see that in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, I love Narnia. <laughs> I love Narnia. But I feel like he's the only one that we really see that's, like, in, in that in that movie or the line the witch in the world joke he's the only half human half goat person that i've seen yeah then we have a sphinx which is human a lion and eagle um i don't think we see it in percy jackson but i in you know mythology we see that yeah and then obviously the siren which we had said earlier which is a human slash fish but really just like a mermaid yeah. right yeah they just a uh, prettier name for it so that's like the Greek mythology, um, Greek mythologies. Let me see if I put hybrids in Percy Jackson. It's pretty much the same. I, a lot of them are like the same, but yeah. let's see if they have any. Um... Oh, I think this is the this is on Wattpad. Oh, <laughs> someone so did a someone did a a fanfic of Percy Jackson being a vampire werewolf hybrid. Ooh. <laughs> I, oh my god, I love fan fiction. I love what people come up with. Ooh, okay, so this is going away, this is just going away from the, um, going away from Percy Jackson real quick, because I just mm-hmm. thought of another hybrid. This is in my book series, Fallen, which is about fallen angels. Mm-hmm. So, they have, um, I think, let me look it up. I forget what they're called, but they do have, 
in like the second book they introduce the school which has people who have angel blood so like they're part angel part human some of them are half angel half human or they're like descendants of an angel who mated with a human and then they have angel blood in them Mm. well um angels i feel like there was something i watched where they were angels i'm like where did i watch something where they were it's about angels and it was like that i don't know i feel like i'm oh, maybe it's, I'm, it's called a nephilim nephilim i think they also call it in other um fantasies it's just i, I can't say it that well but it's how it's like ain't part angel half angel Nel- Nelphine. So, um, do, does, like, the half-human, half-angel, are they, like, less powerful than the, like, if someone were, like, a full angel? Yeah. Um, because I think, so, like, um, in Fallen, in the second book, where she's at the academy, where that has, because, like, the, the academy, to, like, not make it look suspicious, it also has people who are human attending the school but they're separated from the people who are like have angel blood so those the people who are nephilim they kind of have like they don't have wings but they have um it's like they they're they're very you know beautiful they're charismatic they have the characteristics they just don't have um like the powers because um some angels, I think, because, like, in Fallen, and not, I don't know if it's in Fallen, but, um, in Hush Hush, the angels have the ability to, like, manipulate the mind and, like, read thoughts. So, mm-hmm. the, it's different in all different literature of angels, but in Fallen, they don't, um, they don't have those powers, but they are very intelligent, charismatic, and, um, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. I still, I I really need to read that book. I need to get it, but I'm trying to, like, I have, like, a bookshelf of books that I need to finish reading that I'm, like, I can't even get to. Um, I was going to say that um, with all this talk today, I've been, like, thinking about, um, like, in Harry Potter, we have wizards and werewolves, but we don't, we don't really hear about vampires. And then in Twilight, we have, like, werewolves and vampires, but we never really hear about witches or stuff like that. It yeah. so just makes me think about... Like in these worlds, like where I'm obviously the, the the authors are people who like create them and kind of come up with the rules. But I wonder, just like in either world, like what other like uh, supernatural beings besides the ones that we already know of, like are possible? Because like in Harry Potter, it's literally like every single one except for vampires. Yeah. And then in like Twilight, it's literally just vampires and werewolves that we know of. Yeah. It just makes me think about what like, the possibilities that the that. that that we could like is are we just living in a vampire like werewolf world like that makes like that makes it a little hard to believe <laughs> yeah i i don't know that's like like i don't know not that it's like boring just to have like werewolves and vampires but i feel like if you're gonna have werewolves and vampires like there has to be something else you know yeah that huh because kind of like in in um in Harry Potter, like they don't have vampires, but they have literally every other single creature that you could think of. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the Vampire Diaries, they have witches, werewolves, and 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 vampires. Yeah. And, and hunters. Like, they added this extra little. Yeah, and then with like 
fallen and hush hush it's just strictly angels like angels yeah. and demons because it's more um because th- those are more rooted in christianity and mm-hmm. the whereas we don't really see that in like you i don't there have been some i think works that have involved angels with other um fan like fantasy species but the like the two that i'm i've been reading is just strictly limited to that because yeah i would just i would just love to see a book where like there was literally like every single supernatural being ever you could think of was actually real and they all coexisted in this world with humans and like they knew about each other you know yeah i kind (laughs) of if i can get my brain in going and actually write books because i have all of these ideas i would probably want to have a book like that well i me me and my friend started writing a book a couple years ago and it's similar to that but then we kind of stopped and i was like recently like i was like i really want to start writing again because really we didn't we didn't even get into the writing process we got we were like all in the planning process because i'm the type of person who can't just like sit down and write like i need to have things planned out oh yeah because what if i get to a part in the book and i'm like oh my gosh like i have to explain this and how am i going to explain it you know yeah i i like because i've i've done fan fiction in the past gonna admit yeah and so i would especially like with whatever it was i would do a lot of research on um what i was like doing especially especially with something like this if fantasy if i was if i was to write a book about angels i would have to definitely like read history about angels and the roots in order to accurately portray and then same with vampires try and get like because some you know different legends have it starting different some legends different are in ways Romania. yeah some are in egypt in egypt and um also i'm someone who has to like i have music like i don't i like stephanie meyer i completely get it because <laughs> she talks about how like she has to like certain songs inspired as she, she was writing and I, that's mm-hmm. me like if i hear a song i'm like oh this would sound really good in this type of scene yeah for real well i mean um my friend i don't know if my friend wants to write the book anymore because it was kind of like my idea her and i were just kind of like we were in a show together and we were um like just like kind of messing around backstage but we have like lit like a whole like google document you could hop on this project too we'll we'll write a book together (laughs) yo honestly oh one of the cards i pulled was inspiration and honestly and friendship and friendship (laughs) you know and neptune is about to end its retrograde cycle which i am just ready for because nep for all okay for all y'all who are interested in astrology especially because like we talked about in our last episode um neptune is the planet of imagination creativity dreams and inspiration and when isn't when it's in retrograde it just throws everything off you have like no creative outlet you have no creative inspiration and all that and just in a funk and i've definitely been in that the past several several weeks because me too so i'm ready i think tomorrow no today i think it's actually today that neptune is not supposed to be in retrograde anymore and i'm like oh please let me thank the universe i know we can tell i mean we need all we talk about the time so we can just hop on this together we can 
I'll show you all of the ideas. I think that what we had in mind, and maybe your, maybe your mind can kind of like, um, l like freshen up some of the ideas because there's some things that I was stuck on. Like, what are we gonna do? And my friend Holly's like the the type of person to be like, well, this duh. But she's always so busy. She's like, uh, she's like writes fan fiction and all that stuff too. So, and she's in theater. So we she never has time. But um, I want to say that it, it was like a perfect blend of like Twilight and the Vampire Diaries and um, and Percy Jackson and all these different things kind of coming together. So we'll we'll talk we'll talk later. But speaking of books, I think it's time for your segment. <laughs> So I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. It's Ree here. Welcome to another um, segment of Ree's Weekly Read. And I would try and show Mare that I can say it five times fast because she asked me one time, can you say that five times fast? Cause, and then she tried it and <laughs> it didn't work. Um, so I actually don't have a book with me. But because this episode was inspired by fantasy, and that's a big part of the literature that I read all the time, I mean, Twilight, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, all that, I am going to say for my weekly read, any book series or, that involves fantasy, I would recommend and encourage you guys to read. Because, I mean, it's like TV in your head, and you get attached to these characters, I mean... Um, Hush Hush, Fallen, I've already mentioned those two, Harry Potter, whatever is like your favorite type of fantasy work. So if you like angels, then Hush Hush and Fallen. If you like vampires, then Twilight, Vampire Diaries, because the Vampire Diaries is a book series. Um, witches, you got Harry Potter, you want demigods, you got, um, or just Greek mythology in general, you got the, um, Percy Jackson series so I would rec I those are going to be all of my weekly reads for this week because read all of them <laughs> read all of them they're all good in their own special way and um who knows you might find yourself lean more toward one than the other so I like books that'll make me cry <laughs> yes oh my gosh okay I still need to finish hush hush I'm not done yet um but fallen that made me cry by the end of it. Harry Potter sobbed. Twilight. Oh, Twilight oh, yeah, got me sure. in that last line. Okay, even if I have it, if I just want to feel like crying, I will flip all the way to the last two pages of Breaking Dawn and read those. Because it just, oh. Yeah, so read whatever you like this week. Yes. Um... I have, on my bookshelf, I have a plethora of books from, like, the Cheetah Girls to Fifty Shades of Grey, so. <laughs> and also, if you are wanting to buy books, this is just a little, like, um, not, not sponsored, but if you are, <laughs> um, if you are wanting to stock up on some books for an affordable price, I would highly recommend going to Better World Books. Or thriftbooks.com because you can get some pretty good deals on books there a lot of them are used but um there are in good condition like I over the summer I bought 10 books from better world books each time I spent like I think $15 on five books 
one time I spent eight dollars because I was able to get some good deals. And some of them you might I would recommend reading because they have different ones listed. So definitely read the description because some might be used library books, some might have been donated, and um, yeah, I I totally recommend that. Also, always going to like um, like I like Goodwill or um, thrift stores. They always have books there, and I've like made a vow to myself that anytime I go to a Goodwill or a thrift store or something like that, that any and anytime I see a Twilight book, I'm gonna rescue it. Yes. So <laughs> I basic I basically got um, half of my Twilight collection is like used books. Yeah, most of my, all of mine too. Um, the, uh, I was just missing, well, right now I have two Twilight books. I have, uh, one Life and Death that I have not read yet. Um, um, and then I have two New Moon books. Um, the one New Moon book is from, like, a Goodwill. The other one is actually from a, um, half price books that I went to in San Antonio. And it's actually the movie cover version. <gasps> and it has a movie poster in the back that has not been torn out or anything. It's, like mint condition oh my gosh um, I love that and then i have uh eclipse and breaking dawn that i both rescued from um a goodwill or thrift store so go to your local good goodwill or thrift store and rescue some of the books because sometimes they just need to like a little i mean they're just sitting on my thing here but they're loved <laughs> yes and you know that gives a character it gives a character, yeah. I'm assuming my entire bookshelf is going to be full of the same Twilight books, but yeah. my goal now that I have all the books is to start doing all the special editions. Um, yeah, I want to so. get um, I want to get the Twilight book co- books with the movie covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one so far. Oh, actually, no, I have two. I have mm-hmm. Twilight and I have New Moon. So now I need Eclipse and Breaking Dawn. I. So. I'm on a hunt. I kind of want to go looking for, like, thrifting and see if I can find a first edition of Twilight. You might be able to. I really want to. My The only first edition book I have is, of course, Midnight Sun. So I really, yeah. really want a first edition of Twilight. Even if, it's love- all, even if it's all beat up, I don't care. I just, I want, like, ah, oh, this came out in 2005. I love the, there's this one picture I saw of this of this person who put all of their first edition books like all together and all of the books are like like eve like she had new moon or twilight new moon life and death like all those and all first editions are all like broken kind of like beaten up a little bit and then midnight sun just there like all nice and pristine (laughs) it's just so so sweet to think about yes well with that being said that is the end of the episode so i hope you enjoyed uh, this hybrid talk and kind of we're diving into other worlds here. I really but, like this um, one. Yes, I love this, this one a, too. This was a fun episode too. We've had some good. Yeah, I love it. We oh, have we no. have some we have some good topics lined up also for the next couple episodes. <laughs> um, but next, if you're if you were like, hey, you guys didn't talk enough about Twilight this time. Um, don't worry because next episode will literally only be about Twilight, where we talk about the future of Seth and Leah, and twilight controversies so So, disclaimer please come to with an open mind everybody's gonna have different opinions about certain (laughs) subjects (laughs) and maybe stay for some tea because this might be maybe if you didn't know about it 
this might be new to you, so we might open your mind. And that episode's coming on December 14th. So don't forget to go, uh, I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, maybe like, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a heart option or favorite or share to someone that you think might like the podcast. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me see the 14th. <laughs> what day is that? Is that a special day? No, I was going to say because that's um that's going to be the episode before Christmas because we're not going to have a ne- an episode that next week. So should we come in Christmas hats? Totally. Yes. I think so, so yeah. Our Christmas specials. Christmas special. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna send presents to each other and we're gonna open them on camera. <laughs> Should we do that? Let's let's do it. Whatever. Let's do let's do it. <laughs> okay, that's happening. So next episode guys, come wearing your Christmas gear. Uh and yeah, just we're gonna be all Christmas out. I'll have decorations up. It'll be so much fun. And make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram. At the Bite Podcast RR, um, all of that stuff. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.